No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, have you guys ever listened to Dogs in a Pile? Out of a dog? That you got from Electric Fish Lights? Shit! We have. We totally have. We didn't. Well, okay, not out of a dog. Out of we a- listened to a sloth. What? And a minion. And a fish. So <laughs> if you want to know what the hell we're talking about, go over to <laughs> at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram or electricfishlights.com online. And what you're going to see are these lights that are made out of this thing called IQ technology. And it's these pieces of plastic that are these 30 interlocking shapes. And they can be configured. Upcycled plastic. Yeah. No less. And they can be configured into 15 different shapes. So when you put these shapes together, you can pretty much create anything. And that's how this works. You let them know what you want them to build for you. Like, let's say you want a mushroom lamp or a fish or a star or a porky pig. Or out here. your favorite sports team. Yeah, they that does too. all the sports team. Mm-hmm. I have a Philadelphia Eagles light that I just love. And they are going to try and make it happen for you. All the lights, like Mel mentioned, are made from upcycled vinyl like milk jug plastic. And they come with a 12-foot cord, a 12-year, I think it's 13 actually, energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED bulb, and a hardware kit to hang your light. And you can use them outside. So check this out. They are hooking you guys up with 10% off. So when you check out, put in the promo code NSR, and you're going to get 10% off. And anybody from the NSR family that orders a light and gets the color-changing upgrade, you're going to get a limited edition special promotional No Simple Road print that is a collaboration between the owners of Electric Fish Lights and No Simple Road. And when you place said poster next to said color-changing light bulb, magic magic happens. So go to electricfishlights.com online. Check out what they got. Put in the promo code NSR15 and get enlightened. Hey, man. What? I'm just feeling a little weird today. I wish I had something to make me feel a little better. I got something right here, man. Check this out. What you got? I have a bunch of products from Sunset Lake CBD. And, okay, Apple, check this out. We are living in some really strange times right now, everybody. There's a lot of anxiety, tension, frustration, and just general weirdness going on out there. And you need to take care of your head right now and your body. So what you need to do is go to sunsetlakecbd.com or go check them out on Instagram at sunsetlakecbd. And what you're going to find is 
actual CBD products that work, that actually do something for you. They get you high, not high in your head, high in your body, which is what CBD is supposed to do in the first place. I have tried multiple brands of CBD, and this is the first and only one that actually did something for me. So you guys go check them out. I'm not just saying this because they sponsor No Simple Road. I'm saying it because it's the truth. And it's a real thing that has changed my world, has helped me sleep. If I get an ache or a pain, I put the salve on. We drink the CBD-infused coffee. We use the tinctures on the dog. We're eating gummies. gummies. We are, gummy bears. We're CBD'd up around here. I really want a gummy bear right now. <laughs> and you can feel good about your purchase because these people take care of their employees by paying awesome. them a living wage of 15 bucks an hour. So these guys were a farm that was originally making milk in Alberg, Vermont. And they were making milk for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And they decided they wanted to do something awesome. In 2018, they decided to diversify and start growing hemp for CBD. So 100% organic, no pesticides or anything like that. And you're going to get test results for everything that you get. So you know it's the real deal. So they are hooking up the No Simple Road family with 15% off. So when you check out, you guys put in the promo code NSR15. Go get yourself some coffee and some gummy bears. Or if you like to smoke... Get yourself some flour and a couple of Keef blunts and hook yourself up. You're going to feel amazing. Yeah. Go check it out. Sunset Lake CBD. My throat kind of hurts a little bit. You shouldn't (coughs) chew in the microphone or cough either, though. (coughs) What should I do? You should go check out one of our sponsors. They are Clier Throat 37. So if you're one of those people that like, let's say you work in a grocery store and you're talking to people all day. You work in a bank and... You're having conversations all day long. You're like me and you're on Zoom meetings all day long. And by the end of the day, your throat is hash and you Mm -hmm. can't talk anymore. Or if you're a singer, a voice actor, uh, somebody that does like to talk yourself a lot. Yeah. Somebody Mm -hmm. never shuts up like me. You know what that moment is like when you feel that tickle in the back of your throat and you're like, oh, crap, I'm not going to be able to do my thing. This stuff will save the day, man. Clyer's Throat 37. It's a... It's like a soothing, all it's all natural. It's a spray, and it was created and tested by singers for singers. So, you know, if singers created it and made it for themselves, you guys that are blabbing all day long, this thing is going to be awesome for you. It's awesome, organic, globally sourced ingredients that work to heal. There's no added chemicals. It doesn't numb your throat. There's no side effects. There's no bullshit, and you get relief. And a bonus tastes really, really good. So, you know what, man? This is something that you can use every day. It's not going to, you're not going to get sick from it. There's going to be no side effects. Well, it's got echinacea too, so it's nice. It's going to help keep your throat nice and lubricated and able to go all day long. It has been endorsed by lead singers of bands like Twin Peaks and Giants in the Trees, as well as by cast members of Moulin Rouge on Broadway. They use them to turn backstage concerns into front stage results. And now, No Simple Road listeners get 10% off Throat 37 at clier.com forward slash throat 37 with the promo code SIMPLE. That's C-L-Y-O-R dot com slash throat 37. Promo code SIMPLE. Go check it out. Don't let your throat be lame. Being part of Osiris Media means that No Simple Road is part of a family of podcasts and shows 
that are bringing you a deeper connection with the musicians and the artists that inspire your world and make your soul feel good. And there are a ton of podcasts to listen to on Osiris Media, Past, Present, Future Live, Groove Therapy, Broke Down Podcast, Fear of a Craft Beer Planet, um, Comes a Time with Oteil and Mike Fenoya. I could go on and on. If you're not listening to all the podcasts on Osiris Media, you're blowing it. So don't blow it. Go check out all the podcasts, you guys. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast, Inside the Musician's Brain, is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Roof? Is roof. it roof or roof? Roof. Raise the roof. You don't roof, say raise roof. the roof. Raise the roof. <laughs> roof, roof, no, everybody. You don't say raise the roof. Hey, now, No Simple Road family, how you guys doing out there? Raise <laughs> the roof. We're over here raising the roof. Roof? So, wow. and then Apple says pillow, mm-hmm. and, but it's pillow. Marshmallow. What about, how do you, what do you do if you have a, a length that you need to figure out, Apple? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, man. Wait, what's the word? You measure it. No, you measure it. You don't measure, measure it. Measure. <sighs> and it's a head cushion. It, yeah, okay. On a pillow. Okay. Oh. Don't and we have a show to do? We're doing it. This is it. Wait, you guys tune some... in to us talking about how well, Apple I talks. I need some milk. <laughs> and go, go drink it on the roof. 
Anyway, hi everybody. This week's guest is very amazing. It is our brother's dogs in a pile. If you do not know who I am talking about, you will at the end of this episode, but you should check them out. They are an amazingly talented band from back east. And the oldest guy in this band is, I don't want that to be the highlight of this, but you're, I, you're I the have one that's to, stuck on it. <laughs> I have to because I'm stuck Me on too. it. Well, yeah, I was stuck on it too. And you'll get it when you hear these guys. These guys aren't oldest not, guy in the band is 22, and the youngest yeah, is 17, a, Joe on the incredible. drums. And these guys, I mean, they listen, they're listening to them, they sound like they've been together for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're tight. These guys are beyond musicians, they're all, uh, You'll hear it. They're going to school. They're all pursuing degrees in music, other things. These are just, this is an amazing peek at the awesome youth. I think that these guys are actually going to find the solution to world peace at some point. I I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm -hmm. I I have hope for the future. They're all sweet, humble, amazing they deserve what they are getting. It they was, deserve like whatever's coming to yeah. them. I, it was really cool when, when we got on the phone with them, I real well, I didn't know that it was going to be the whole band and immediately they live with each other yeah, like, we, like we do. I was like, uh, we need to stop. We need to do a zoom. So we ended up doing a zoom. So for all you people out there that follow us on YouTube, um, the video for this will be up within a couple of days. You got to give me time. I, I'm only one person, man. You know, yeah. I, I there's only so many hours. He is day. only one person. He really is. In my head, I'm way more people than one person, but physically, one person doing all the work. So give me a couple of days. It'll be up on our YouTube channel, and you could watch the interview there. But um, you know what, man? I saw these cats on YouTube and had to reach out to them, or not on YouTube, on Instagram, and had to reach out to them because. The video that I saw struck me, just it struck me dumb for a minute. I was just like, wow, I I can't believe what I'm seeing here. And Apple and I were just listening to some of their live stuff before we started doing the intro. And I said to Apple, I'm like, I can't wait to see what these cats are doing in a couple of years, two, three years, five years. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you said I can't wait to see what they're doing in ten years. You're like, oh, five, five years. And I was like, next year. And like, then you were about, like, tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, how about tomorrow night when they play how their about, Halloween yeah, exactly. show? <laughs> how about last week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you don't have plans for Halloween, um, this is coming out. I guess it's Friday morning right now for everybody that's listening. Um, you can go to. Is it Dogs in a Pile official? Yes. Yeah, Dogs in a Pile official. And get info on where they're playing, or you can go to um, at No Simple Road on Instagram, and there's a post up there about their uh, Halloween show. So you can go hang out with Dogs in a Pile and get your groove on, and we're going to be at home being super jealous of everybody that gets to go to a show on Halloween because where we're at is still not having shows. So that's all I have to say about that. I'm not going to get into any long yeah, things about that. Shows are coming. Yep. They are coming. And you know, I have to say I can't wait till music is back and in full effect. My feet are burning and my, my hair is all knotted and sweaty and, can't see straight and it's the end of the night and we've been to a wonderful show and my soul is healed 
I, it's so weird not having live music, man. Yeah, I, it's like elixir. We're missing dipping into that fountain of youth every time, and it really is, man. It, it is. It definitely is a fountain of youth. It, it, I I'd have to concur with that. Yeah. Why Why do you say that? I I am breaking down. <laughs> I am breaking down. If I'm not breaking it out and breaking it down, I you are breaking. I am breaking down. Like I, yeah, I'm. I'm physical. You just think about this: the equivalent of how much you are on the computer and how much input is coming at you mentally Mm -hmm. is the equivalent of how much I stress my body. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't have a big frame. And I don't input a lot. So I'm learning right now how much to input in my body to beef myself up and f- make myself strong. You got to eat lots of protein and well, get shredded. I, I do. Get swole. I got to get swole. Swole <laughs> <laughs> even lift now. 2021. Uh, you like pizza? I'm coming for you. Swole. <laughs> you know what's funny about, well, ironic about all of this? Not funny. Ironic. When we were taking psychedelics yeah like four times a month or more for two years straight none of us ever four times a month sometimes no. sometimes yeah sometimes. a couple times yeah a few times uh Breaking none of us ever were ever getting sick nobody was getting sick nobody was breaking down it was very few you and don't far use between. You lose. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the minute we all stop, everybody starts like, oh, I'm melting. Oh my goodness. What's well, the same thing this year as of like everybody is not, well, I was going to say stuck at home. Well, I mean, that's true to an extent. Everybody's noticing all those things at home too. Oh yeah. Like that door jam's jacked up. Yeah. Why is that spiderweb hanging down five feet? <laughs> yeah, you got a lot more time to notice the the issues mel darwin yeah. would like to go out of the room please he has, he has requested must be writer's home exit bye darwin so yeah man it's it's crazy how just burning the candle at both ends and going to festivals and shows and interviews and running around the freaking town and traveling and doing all the stuff totally fine the minute minute we put the pump the brakes a little bit and the whole car gets all yeah. rusty and Those weird. Juices aren't flowing and gas ain't pumping. It's <laughs> so it's the you know time you gotta like pull over to the side of the road and get your that pit stop. It's a tune up. Yeah. We're getting a, we're getting a physical tune up right now. Well, at least I am. Yeah, sure. I, I guess that answers the question of how was your week. It's been filled with. <sighs> Go ahead. Health issues like just. My health is like at the forefront of everything. I wake up and I'm like, how do I feel? You know, and then usually when I right when I wake up, I feel fantastic. But lately, just my gut, my tummy, my emotions, just all kinds of stuff. But luckily, I truly am in good spirits. I'm just having a hard go at, at it, you know, like I'm just dealing with shit. So, um, you know amidst my funky ass moods where I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to go nowhere. I don't want to talk to nobody. You know, I'm trying to figure out what I feel like doing and what's helpful for me. Yeah. You uh, know, cause I, 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 sometimes I don't want to do shit. That's part of my bad attitude. <laughs> that's life, man. Yeah. That's it. That is life. And you know, 
I want to still have a good attitude about not doing shit. It's hard. Do you to know have, what I mean by yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> well, not hard. It's it's more it's more difficult to have a bad attitude when you have the amount of love around you that it that, really is. That we have in this house the No Simple Road family, our friends, the people in our lives. The, it just there's a lot of love coming at you all the time, and and, and that really does make your perception of the world i'm talking like not just melanie you guys out there too like it makes your perception different it really does well when we were talking last uh, when we put heads talking out and i mentioned my uti and getting comments and just you know todd deckard yeah (laughs) i i it just made me think even further about our conversation that day about like you putting something out and then you're getting responses back you know you it isn't an echo chamber no matter how many responses you get or not, there's still a response. And it's like outer space. No matter how much like we, we probe, we're, we're going to get it's some like kind of... It's like transmissions from another planet yeah, are like coming through on the radio. We're all the stars, right? And so that's why you need to do it. That's why you need to create. That's why you need to get in the circle. That's why you need to show your style. That's why you need to, you know do that and for all of you that don't know what mel's talking about right now go, go listen back, to heads yeah. talking and then yeah. you'll understand the reference but also with my another part of my week was i was listening to kate uh kate's um podcast with uh, mom and me astrology mm-hmm. and they were talking about this uh super moon the i mean it's blue moon. moon i'm sorry not the super moon but a blue moon that's coming up super it moon. happens to <laughs> it is super when it's a blue moon but um when it happens to fall on halloween which okay is, i was gonna say is that the one tomorrow it's yeah tomorrow night. um yes yeah, so going into yeah so that's like you know dia de la muerto is on the first all oh, souls, saturday night i was thinking yeah, today's yeah, friday yeah, Damn, all, all souls tomorrow, so. you know um and so there's all these things about the veil being thinner and um being able to speak with you know you know the astral world or the spirit world or you know the people that you love that have gone and stuff like that and things that you can do um to use the moon as like a magnifying glass for things that you want to know about yourself your career relationships so you know she it was just so profound because i'm going through all this stuff with my health and that's what i'm doing this it's coming up through the full moon too like in like i have to have immediate attention i have to pay attention to the small things because everything that's going in my body is having an effect now because mm. i just detoxed it right so now yeah you can't just put garbage in there and think that oh yeah you did detox so now you cleaned up so it's teaching me how to be healthy for real like restarting it yeah for me that's my personal lesson i see it all happening man and i gotta commend you on if i that was me i would be a complete pain in the ass and i think i've been as big of a pain in the ass as i could be. no you've been fine it's been fine you're a sweetheart it you as as I say, you've been pretty much a champ pretty about chill. it and stuff. And it's like, Mel, you've always been one to have a hard time admitting when you're not feeling good. Oh, yeah. In the past, for you're sure. like getting mad. Like, like Mel, you don't look fucking, you know, like, like I'm, I'm fine. fine. I don't Down like my to. Face. <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah. that, you know, you've talked to all of it. The other night, me and Ryder, and of course, you've talked to Aaron. And yeah. we're like, I'm kind of worried. I need to watch, you know. Yeah. I'm not feeling good. And yeah. that's. 
Yeah, when you're scared in your body, that sucks. You yeah. know, and, and you I, can definitely tell when your energy's down. Your energy oh, yeah. is definitely bent oh, yeah. down for it's, sure. It's like you need to be molly coddled a little yeah, right now. Yeah, I do. All, I feel we've like we've all that. been kind of mellow you. around here. Like, I've I've definitely felt like I need to be the baby in yeah. the bassinet and like have the cozy blanket and the footy jammies <laughs> and like the little warm you, strawberry baby. smell in the air and like you know feather and cheek and like lotion and <laughs> all the all the <laughs> things. Little cheeky, cheeky cream. Exactly, little face massage, little like arm wow. tickles, yeah. dewies, nice, yeah, little dewies <laughs> on your arm. We'll discuss this off the air. But uh, yeah, so you asked me how my week's been. It's been feeling like I need to be nurtured, and then also nurturing myself and figuring myself out, like my Rubik's cube self. I get you, and and thanks for being patient and loving me through this, you course, guys, babe. Both I got of you, you. Oh, everybody, my everybody. Dog, my road even, dog. Well, Ryder came in the other day. He saw that I was bummed, and he was like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> and he just he legitimately listens. Ryder's like, a good listener. Oh, he's Ryder not like listening, looking at his concern. phone, or like has one foot out the door. He's like squared up with you, eye contact, and is like, "Oh, really? What's go-? like?" He asks questions, and like being able to unload it like that is part of the process. Mm-hmm. Like like saying it and you know i didn't intend on all the mental detoxification that's happening that's coming up through this for me i'm not going to bring it up right now but i'm just saying i didn't account for how deep this detox was going to be mind body and spirit are all connected oh yeah when you when you detox one oh yeah the shit's going to come out of all of them it's going to hit it's going to hit the fan <laughs> but you know what i'm really proud of you like i said of how you've just kind of hung in there and i know you've been uncomfortable and not been having a good time and it's you're wonderful i love you thank you it's really cool um how's your week been uh, (laughs) dealing with all that you know what man this it's i'm i'm on the roller coaster yeah i i'm been riding the roller coaster for a while and it's not fun it's not a fun roller coaster um i have realized that Quarantine has been really productive for me personally in that I have started doing a couple things that I've put away for a very long time that make me feel good. And uh, playing the guitar is one of them and drawing is the other. And they really overlap with each other in a lot of ways. I see similarities in both things with myself and uh, really been enjoying like what kind of similarities just in that like practice mm. really does make a difference a huge huge difference in whether you're doing your skill or not yeah and then also something that always discouraged me with both things was hearing other people's style playing and also seeing other people's style drawing. And I never felt like I had a voice or a style and I'm learning how to cultivate that in both of those spaces. That's awesome. And, uh, figuring out what my, what's me in my art. It's been really fun. That's the word to watch 
you bring your little drawings like a kid, like, look, mom, look mm-hmm. what I did today. <laughs> and they're always so cute in their own way because, you know, even in your dark stuff, which I totally love, it's got a cute spin on it. You know, it's got like a cute butt or, a, you know, tubby <laughs> belly or like little sweet eyes or whatever. And it it that's you. That's why I love you because you are like that. You're like a cartoon but serious business, but not, but funny, but sweet, but like all of it. And you're you're sharing it more yeah, too. To see you sharing it, it actually shocked me when it was it was like a month ago when you, it was one of the first cartoon ones you po you showed us, and then next thing I know you'd posted it on Instagram and that that not so unlike you but not something you would have done before like share with everybody like yeah. look what I did I'm more comfortable you're doing that you're, yeah you're way more comfortable and his cartoon drawings are dope. He's been doing those forever. There are so many pictures. Well, I've just, I made it a point. Like I was, like I said, I'm on the roller coaster and like being home. I was telling Mel, we went for a walk today. Like I've been home for eight months. Like a lot of you guys out there, but I have, I. You're about to have a baby next month. Have been home for eight months. And a couple, like maybe two, three months ago, I was like, okay, at some point this is going to stop. And I'm going to look back and go, I was at home for X amount of time. What the fuck did I do with myself? What do I have to show for it? Yeah. And I was like, I need to do something. Like, I'm going to learn how to speak Mandarin or fucking I learn know, French. Another, or, I know another thing that you picked up what, since you've been here. It, what? Baking. Yeah. Baking. No, you've you've really cultivated. You bought that proofing, bread proofing bowl and all that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You say, yeah. I know where you were going, but you need to add that in. Like, you've done a lot with this time that you've been. Yeah, and you're a le- lot. You're learning not. You're not learning to speak Mandarin, but you're learning to speak Mandolin. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I am learning to speak oh. Mandolin. Um, but I so I decided like, okay, what are the things that I'm passionate about? What are the things that I love? Like. When I'm supposed to be doing something, but I'm fucking off, what am I doing? That's the stuff that I want to pay attention to in this time. So like at work, when I'm supposed to be paying attention, but I'm fucking off, I'm usually doodling or listening to music. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make myself sit down and draw every day for the rest of the time that I'm in quarantine. And I also did the same thing after we tripped the other night with the guitar. All right. I'm going to sit down with the guitar every day. So I'm going to do a little bit of both every single day. And by the end of this thing, let's see where I'm at. You know, so. Well, you're already pretty far, but I see where you're going with it. And it's really cool. Like Apple said to see you having the confidence to share it and like own it. Like own your voice and like own your your work, voice. and I'm proud. To, what? Well, I'm proud we to also it to, for a long time. to wear that shirt that like our logo. I love that logo, and I love that you're putting your stuff on more things, and it makes me happy because that's what you should be doing. You are a graphic designer, so why not sell your merch? We have a platform. People do love our your style, like. I, it just it's great to see the fullness of it is well, what I mean. I mean it's it's uh, unfolding at 48 almost 49 years old. I'm figuring it out. Like I'm figuring myself out and that is one of the things that astounds me about dogs in a pile. It real that's why that 
astounds me like that because at 17 through 22 are the ages of the guys in the band. Their voice is developed and strong and, and, and shit. I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is it's there. And to see that present in somebody that age that is just fucking just getting started. It's exciting to me because I, I think that's one of the things that like I beat my, if I, if I beat myself up about anything, it's that I wasted a lot of fucking time in my life doing dumb shit when I could have been or should have been or blah, blah, blah. What did, um, Wookie foot say? Don't put my, put your shit shit on on me and and I won't put my shit on you. (laughs) Yeah. No, but there I did. I wasted a lot of time. I did dumb shit. And and I, I, I know, I, I know, I, I get where you're coming that. from. I've heard it all, but I get it. No regrets. No Not regrets. even one letter, Apple? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yep. enough about me. What about you, Apple? I'm good. All right, uh, cool. So Darwin, how are you? No. Well, you know, mom's not feeling great. Dad's always busy drawing to play the guitar. And Apple's fine. He just ignores me. I just want treats. You guys can send treats to at no simple road. And look, here he is. He, he just came in the room. What's happening? I heard you doing my voice. He busted in the room. He came um, straight over to me like, Apple, you don't know my life, but you had a treat. Okay. So anyway, and I'm doing pretty good. I, it's the same thing. I The only thing is this has been a long time. I've been working, as I've said, you know, more more than normal. We've been more busy than normal, which is awesome, getting the medicine to the people and stuff, but... I'm getting to the point. I'm glad it's holidays. Things are changing to this time of year where it's time it's time for coziness. And to me, the comfort season, like putting on your hoodies, putting on your jackets, having that blanket, lighting a fire outside in the fire pit, because everything up to now since April has felt like, like rents repeat, rents repeat, rent. nothing, you know, we're doing the podcast. That's the main thing I look forward to, but with no shows, planning no you know traveling anywhere all those things being gone and just really beginning lately to feel like a robot <laughs> just like you know i love my job i love everything i love being able to get out oh, you're of the allowed house. To, i get it man you don't have to qualify but, i know you're grateful yeah yeah it did but it's just getting monotonous like yeah. like it's all i do try not fucking leaving yeah. the house for eight so months this, this is exciting coming up to the holidays we've got thanksgiving coming up which is always awesome you know halloween this weekend and stuff not that we're you know really doing much but it's the feel of this time of year yeah i love the fall yeah. well and i think that to getting ready for the holiday even if we're not gonna go anywhere and no one's coming to us like we'll bring that joy it sparks joy mm-hmm. it really does it bring, you know well it, it really <laughs> does when you the lights come on and the you know maybe like there's like a orange tablecloth and like candles and stuff no, like you know, it, yeah it's holidays it yeah it sets it off it, it takes you back to you know childhood all kinds and of different things it's regardless of who you're voting for or any of that like there is hope in the air right now. Yes, there's I a little so. there's like a breath of hope yeah. in the People air. People are hopeful and hopeful. so am I. So and we'll see. Yes. Whatever. Enough about that. But um I just want to mention I, one well, go ahead. I, I know what you mean, Apple, about the robot rinse repeat thing. And it's uh I, I 
I don't know how to tell you to alleviate that because it oh it, yeah well that's no, I, it, it, that's why I, that's why I'm bringing that up is because it's feel it feels like that's starting to get alleviated by what's by the change in the season mm. like the like the summer the summer is over because spring this all started in spring so like the time when shit's supposed to come to life and everything's going on and festivals was gone yeah it's almost like flipped <laughs> like the season so now spring and summer is over which also to me takes off a little bit of pressure like I should be out doing something. It is beautiful today. Now it's like, ooh, it's cold. I want to get home and hang out. <laughs> it's going to start dark a fire, at three in the afternoon. Have some cocoa and marshmallows. And, you know, it's just, I, I love this time of year. Yeah. Maybe it's the Santa in me. I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Santa's starting to blossom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a couple of months ago, he's like, fucking Santa's not coming this year. I'm not right, doing so Santa. Is, everybody's getting hand sanitizer and a six-foot <laughs> six <laughs> stick. stick. <laughs> what were you going to say, Mel? I was going to say today at work, I was speaking with the lady and we we're talking about the things that she was trying to do for her two, uh, 14 year old and 16 year old because there's no Halloween this year. And she's like, you know, my 14 year old is really taking it very well. Like, you know, she's like, you know, I'll just make a costume and, you know, we don't need to spend any money. I don't even care about chocolate. So don't worry about it. And the 16 year old is really upset wants to see her friends and wants to dress mm-hmm. up and it likes likes Halloween and wants to do stuff and so she was there getting their favorite candy from Trader Joe's so they she just gives it to you know give it to mm-hmm. them instead of them buying a bunch of candy that they don't not going to eat or whatever and um she was kind of like feeling bad about talking about her kids having bad feelings about something so trivial and like it's not trivial exactly like it's a silly, you know, dress up holiday, blah, blah, blah. No. That's a tradition. It's, it's a it's a tradition that like global. Well, it, it's almost, yeah. On the way home, I heard that like so many. Well, I mean, you can fact check me, guys. So you no, find out. That's, it's not. But it's a, not Halloween. Oh, like oh. it's like, you know, like um, Mexicans have Dia de los Muertos and like there's lots of different. different, you know, all Hallows Eve, like for Christians, blah, 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 whatever. So, um, or All Saints Eve, um, uh, souls, whatever it's called. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> the one Christian thing. Yeah, it's a Christian thing. Look it up. Yeah. But the point is, is that no matter what you're going through, you're, it's important. No matter how much on the scale it is or how small on the scale you deem it, like we're all going through a global thing, mm-hmm. a human thing. And yeah. it's scary. It's weird. It's... Um, like up in the air it's unsteady it's um like volcanic it's so many things and so it's i I, there's no even like it's okay of course you have permission it's definitely okay but it's just like the acknowledgement of it like we're all feeling it and it's all it's all and it's 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 all all encompassing yeah and it's all at least we all have each other at least you have yeah. the show to listen to just yeah. for you know a few hours your friday morning or afternoon yeah. or whatever it is right now you're this is my chilling. donation and our donation to your a, mental health yeah to your mental health because we do care about you a guys good attitude and happiness and fun and we're day. turning you on to a dope ass band yeah. today so you know what you get 
more than you bargain for. <laughs> <laughs> you do. If you have Take time to see head. it, you should see it. You should look at it on Zoom because they're so they're just sweethearts. Yeah, give me a couple of days, like I said, and we'll do that. And you know what? Yeah, that's what was great about this one too is when we realized the whole band. It was like we need to see you guys yeah. and got it all set up so we could all see each other especially right now it's important to be able to see people yeah so we're gonna get you to the interview you guys um but first we're gonna do the business so follow us on all the social media things at no simple road when you guys post on instagram do me a favor if uh you would be so kind as to use the hashtag hashtag no simple road i would appreciate it that way we can see what the no simple road family is up to we can keep tabs on each other we can feel connected we could have our community grow and get to know each other and interact and you know man i i see you guys following each other and that makes my heart warm Mm -hmm. and fuzzy so i appreciate that so yeah the hashtag no simple road when you're posting and i think that mel said we have a review did I say we had yeah. a Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. The, um, I absolutely Whoa. did. The other day while we were all um, talking, I looked, um, doing heads talking, I looked, and we had a new review. In the zoo. And In the new zoo review. It is a five-star <laughs> review, and it's uh, the, the title's called Love the Show. And it's from Damien607. Right on, Damien. 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 607. Uh, So I recently came upon your show and just wanted to say how much I'm enjoying it. Anything to keep the spirit of live music close during these times is a great service. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I'm late to the game on this, but just got into Billy Strings music literally this week. I can't get enough. Just finished your interview with Billy and I only like and appreciate this guy more now. Fantastic conversation. Anyway, thanks. Y'all are killing it. Thanks, wow. Damien. Thank I appreciate seven. it. Thanks, brother. Thanks so much for that. That is the sweetest thing ever. Love you, love you, love you. I Is that it? And then, well, did we get the one that's um, sending you all love? No. So this one was, that, that one was on October 10th. This was October 7th. And uh, this is sending all the love. Oh, yeah, we did from... It's that H. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We okay, did. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll do it, read it again, again real quick. <laughs> um, just wanted to echo how wonderful listening to the show is. Y'all are an inspiration to the up and coming heads on how to live and love. Namaste. That's mm-hmm. not, that's worth reading again. That is. Yeah. Totally so worth it. If you want to do something for No Simple Road that doesn't cost any money, go on Apple Podcasts and leave us one of those little reviews and we'll read it on the show. The reason that we ask you to do that is not so that our egos can get stoked. It's, the way that people find out about the show, it helps spread the word about No Simple Road and the algorithm on Apple Podcasts and gets our name out there and helps the show grow. And it doesn't cost you anything but a couple of minutes and a, some finger movement. And so. it's, it is a little stroke of the heart. I feel like yeah. that. Like, not the ego. It's like the heart gets a little like, mm, like a little it's like squeeze. A way, especially mm. it's like a little warm glass of cocoa with yes, marshmallows yes. in it. <laughs> totally is. Make you feel all warm. We're almost there. We're almost done with the business, but I have something special for you guys. Uh, The Mikeadelic podcast host, Mike Bracatelli and, and no simple road are teaming up and we are starting Aaron or is it no simple road? It's no simple road. Okay. I wasn't sure for real. We're teaming up and we're starting a book club and the way this is going to work. It is, I'm going to, it's for Patreon subscribers and, at any tier. So what that means is you could give a dollar a month 
and you will have access to the book club. Um, for the very first one, for the first couple of meetings, I'm going to leave it open to everybody. So if you want to come check it out and decide if it's something you want to be involved in, um, then anybody can do it. But after the first couple, um, we're going to, we're going to leave it only for Patreon subscribers. But like I said, Patreon subscribers of any tier. So that leads me to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash no simple road is how no simple road pays the bills basically. Yeah. And we do that by you guys pledging monthly to help us keep the bus on the road. So go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. There's different tiers, $1 through, I don't know, you can pick the amount. Um, and that's it. Just go check it out. And that and is honestly, that's how people do things anymore. <laughs> that's what people do. You subscribe to people's pages. You, you, you know, become a patron, you donate, you buy their merch, you, you help support what you love. And that's what we're doing. We're putting out stuff that we hope that you guys love. Um, so the, the first book that we're, well, I put a post on our Instagram with Mike and I were discussing whether we should do a fiction book or a nonfiction book. And so we had a couple of ideas. The fiction book that we, these are tentative, uh, we're going to do is Stephen King's The Institute. And the nonfiction was The Immortality Key, The Secret History of the Religion with No Name by Brian C. Murarescu. And uh, we asked you guys, he asked his people, and I asked you guys what you thought, which one we should do. And it was an overwhelming vote for The Immortality Key. So the first book that we're going to do in the book club is going to be the immortality key. And, um, yeah, stay, stay tuned to Instagram and I will keep you posted as to how we're going to do it. I think it's going to be a zoom meeting and we'll meet like probably every two weeks for an hour and then discuss the book and do whatever you do in a book club and move on with our days. So yeah, that's the no simple road, Mike podcast book club. That's going to be going on for patreon subscribers when hopefully it gets more serious and that like horton here's a who or something eventually well but i know that for people like you lying. apple we're gonna have to start with dr seuss does that for does the rest of talk us about even have pictures in it oh my god anyway <laughs> um just kidding go to no simple road.com www.nosimpleroad.com and check out all the new merch that's up there yeah. there's fanny packs and there's metal coffee cups and t-shirts and hoodies logo and neck gaiters and all kinds get of get yourself your new favorite hoodie for this i season. want every color i have Me to too. just say that yeah. right now the every time one. i see a color yeah every time i when i looked at them at first like, i like that one and that one every time i see a new color on somebody it's like i need one oh, of those yeah. too those, well i know those, what everybody's um, getting Henley's, for christmas yeah those henley t-shirts oh my gosh are you talking are, about the raglan t-shirts yes, right well yeah henley i, I don't know what henley is I know what a Henley What's is. What's a Henley? <laughs> it's about two pounds. I'm going to look up a Henley right now, you guys. Anyway, there's a bunch like, of stuff up there. So yes. go go to nosimpleroad.com and check out the new merch. And I think with that, we're going to get you to dogs in a pile. Well, let's say one one last thing that we, we said a few episodes. One thing we really, really want you to do, another way to help us that doesn't cost anything, tell a friend. Yeah. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. Yeah, man. To tell a friend. Spread the word. Just, yeah. Yep. And Here's a Henley t-shirt. 
Okay. It's got those buttons down that's, the middle. I know cool. it's not. That's but okay. definitely not what we have on our website. I know it's not. We don't have Henleys yet. Those would be dope too, but we have the Raglans. Who and that's knows? Keep checking about. back. We could yeah, have right? With Henleys. <laughs> if there's an overwhelming uh, response. response, then yeah. Yeah, Henway, a dick for... <laughs> anyway, oh, you guys, thank you for hanging in there with us. Yes, thank you so much, everybody. I want you guys all to know something. Your mental health is important, man. And if... It means that if you don't have anybody to talk to, you can reach out to us. And I mean that. Info at nosimpleroad.com. Somebody did reach out to me today. You can DM us. I will respond. Mel will respond. Absolutely. Apple will respond. Happily. And yes. it's important right now, man. And that is what community is for and what it's all about. That is the strength of this jam community and the scene that we're in is that we are truly a family. And if you're having a hard time out there, you know, we were just talking about the holidays coming up and all that. I know that this time of year is funky for a lot of people and extra funky this year. So if you need somebody to to help you out, man, we're, we're here. So that's all I wanted to say before we get to Dogs in a Pile. What, your new favorite band. What? Gosh, I keep on thinking of one, la- one last thing because I just started doing this after we talked to these guys. Go to YouTube. Check out their live music, all their videos. There's some good stuff up there. They have their covers of dead material are amazing oh, top one, notch yeah. jason crosby playing yeah. fiddle yeah new speedway boogie mm-hmm. this uh, these these guys are special and you're gonna about to find that out here so without further ado the no simple road crew gives you dogs, dogs in, in a, a pile. pile nothing left to do but smile smile you would have been on the porch for sure apple you definitely, you're always on the porch. Two in the morning, there's Apple on the porch. No, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It is true. No, I hang out. What are you been doing? Verizon ring back up. <laughs> hey, brother, how you doing? What's up, man? Nothing much, man. I'm here with the whole band. Oh uh, shit! Really? Whoa. We got. Yeah, everybody's there. Oh fuck yeah! Right Yay. on. We're we're used to like one or two, so that's. Rad, thanks. Right on. Hang oh, on, yeah. hang on. Oh, yeah, second. we're really excited, man. <sighs> All right, <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> suddenly in here. Get myself situated here. Get to get his ass straight. <laughs> oh. So, uh, this is Aaron. Uh, this is Mel. Welcome, guys. And then we have one more. And this is Apple. Thank you for joining us on Sunday night. What is it like nine back there? Yeah, you guys are chilling, giving us some of your nighttime here, man. Thank you so much for joining us. We really are digging on you guys. Yeah, man. Um, before, be, oh, right on. Before we get going, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and tell everybody who you are? So, um, phone. Uh, I own the phone. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Magical phone that we are using to just telephonically. What are the you play? I um, I forget honestly. Um. No, I'm just kidding. I play guitar and I sing. Next to Jimmy is Jeremy. That is I. I play <laughs> keyboard and uh, I also sing. And uh, next to him is Brian Murray. I also play guitar and sing. Uh, I'm Sam Lucid. I play bass and sing. My name is Joe Babick and I play the drums. He also sings. Yeah, I was going to say, I was gonna say we saw you sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing i love is that all you guys sing and you all have good voices so kudos hey i'm I'm gonna throw a curveball do you guys have a computer there where you're at 
I have my computer downstairs. Oh, I have mine. Yeah. Do you guys want to? Do you want to do this on Zoom since you're all there? Why not? Yes. Yeah, why not? I love that attitude. Let's do it, man. Let's let's do Zoom so we can see each other. I want to see you guys. Yeah. All right. Give me give me like three minutes to set up a Zoom, and um, I'll call you. Or we'll figure it out from there. Um, we. I mean. (laughs) Yeah. I won't say anything controversial right now, but yeah, we are. Anything like that either. <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah, you guys are keeping it. We've all been tested. Loose there. <laughs> We're all sick together. That's how. That's how we look exactly. at it. It's like, man, when you live together and your yeah. friends. I mean, come on, you just got to do it. What, what we do, live. Yay! All right, yeah, there we go. Me. Full screen. All right, I made shit work. What? Look at that, guys! What a beautiful bunch of guys! Welcome to the. Yeah, welcome. So. The way that we ended up finding out about you guys was Instagram. Like it's it's nuts how active the jam community is on on Instagram. I mean, I think we owe a huge part of our listenership to that whole scene there too. Instagram. Yeah. Shout out Instagram. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, they're evil, but they're amazing. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's a tool. It's a tool that when used right is very beneficial. Yeah. But, you know, man, it, the thing that struck me about you guys was how young you were and how fucking awesome the music was. I was like, I was sitting out on the porch. It was like 630 in the morning, just waking up, trying to shake the cobwebs out of my head. And I came across a post from you guys and you were playing in a backyard somewhere. And I was like, holy shit, I I need to, I need to know more and started digging in a little bit to you guys. And it's, it's really amazing, man. So what, what I want to know is like how this whole thing came together. Cause I, we've talked to a lot of musicians, man, that like struggle for years to find the right combination of guys to come together to have the magic that you guys have right now. So I'm curious how, how it like came to be. Uh, Sam, you want to tell yeah, I, Sam, can, you I, I can tell it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it is really, really special to have like, you know, four guys, five guys in a band that like are able to do what we can do together and like have, you know, it's obviously so special. So how it started was a few years ago, maybe three, four years ago, I want to say, I was introduced through some mutual friends to Jimmy and Joey, and I jammed with them probably when Joey was 15. Joey's 17 now, so I jammed with him <gasps> for the first time when he was, like, 15. I'm 22. I'm the oldest member. Holy um, but then, you know, we, we were playing dead covers and stuff. We didn't really have a name of the band. We had another guitarist. We had a keyboard player friend who would sit in. Um, and then I ended up going to Berkeley College of Music, and I met Jeremy and I met Brian. Well, I met Brian first. We became really friendly, started writing songs and jamming together every day. We met Jeremy because we were starting another band up there, and then basically yeah. the band's merged. That's the yeah, simplest yeah. way to put it. Okay, I wow. think also Sam, Sam just kind of forgot a little bit. Me and Joe have known each other like most of our lives pretty much, and we like pretty much since I was like ten and Joe was seven, and we've. We played music together for a while because our dads were good friends and big deadheads, and then then we met Sam when we were older. So. Yeah, the magical thing about it is that it really happened through crazy series of circumstances. You know, that's how the so, best shit happens. Yeah. 
Like, oh. go ahead, Apple. I, I was just going to say it's mind blowing, man. That's why I was going to ask how old you guys, because there's not, I, I do a lot of research, like building up to this. And I love it like this, young guys. Like, there's not a lot of research to do. You guys are just starting out, and your sound is so deep and so tight. We're, we're, we're grooving on it today and stuff, but this amazes me. So it's 17. You're the oldest 22. of 22, Sam. 20. And, yeah, this is just, and it's just amazing. I forgot what I was gonna say. I got <laughs> I got like goosebumps when you said that. This I knew you guys were young, but I was thinking like early. Not that age matters, but just that blows me away, man. That you guys are this tight already. You were me and Aaron were talking about. It's like they remind us of somebody, and it's like a lot of people. Like some of our favorites are pigeons playing ping pong. You guys have a funk groove like them. Goose is amazing. You have that jams like them. You just remind us of a lot of different stuff. Well, that's that's one of the things I, I wanted to talk to you guys about. Like, looking on your website, it gives a bio for, for you guys. And, and it lists your musical inspirations, right? And being 17 to 22, like, you guys have all this music that we didn't have coming up i'm 48 apple's 51 yeah and mel's yeah. mel <laughs> and <laughs> i just turned 42 guys <laughs> and uh so we didn't have like the you know the deep the, pool yeah we had genres and the music. 60s music and and some 70s shit and that was it but you guys have this huge pool to pull from and to have landed on the influences that you landed on trips me out because I let how does that you said steely Dan yeah, know, like, what that, steely, steely Dan that, is my right, shit yeah, I'm, in the, yeah. I'm in the kitchen when I'm cooking I got steely Dan on the radio because it's just like some wine and steely Dan <laughs> and cooking in the kitchen is like <laughs> my happy steely place Dan, wait what much. was that did you say I know almost every steely Dan song probably like at least 30 40 steely Dan songs I would say probably oh, yeah. and you're wiser because of it yeah but, but seriously how how did how did that stuff come into your guys' world like that's not typical for I well fuck Parents, what, what do maybe? I know shit but how yeah, did that so happen we definitely all came up in really interesting different musical uh atmospheres I guess mm. yeah my father for example was a massive deadhead and a massive Frank Zappa guy and I didn't get into Frank Zappa or the Dead until somewhat recently, five, six years ago. But uh, as soon as that happened, I was hooked. And I was so what did it do for you, though? Like, you said you just got into it. Like, how did it start to influence your playing? Shit. Like, because <laughs> uh, have you been playing for longer than five years? I have. I've probably been playing for 10, 11 years. Okay. So do you, do you like, know a time, like pre Frank Zappa and dead inspiration, you know, then, then when you first started. Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, Frank's music is some of the most complex out there, but also some of the, the deepest out mm-hmm. there. Um, and there's, there's a certain maturity to his music and, and the grateful deads too. If, if you listen to them from the beginning to the end, the way they matured is really so incredible and interesting. And, and that maturity is what I, I, I strive for personally. Wow. Well, I think that just just the year, like, think about it. You have to get better doing something your entire career. If you're still just like a, you know, a B plus at, you know, 30, 40, 50 years in, there is something going on, (laughs) you know, so just the sheer ability of doing it. Yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> Wait, let's go down the line too, Joe. We're like going like your upbringing, the influence where it comes from. Because I'm sure it's probably a lot of parent stuff, which I'm probably older than a few of your parents. <laughs> <So> when, <laughs> Yeah, well, my dad, as as Jimmy said, was of course a big deadhead and all, and uh, so yeah, you know, I was always I was I've been listening to the Dead my whole life pretty much, but not really until yeah maybe five or six years ago did I really get into it and start going to shows and stuff. And but then meeting these guys, I got into a lot of different kinds of music like jazz and Steely Dan. I got really into Steely Dan. At a similar time with Sam, yeah. so that was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to elaborate on that point. I think the the way that we share music with each other is very important too. Sam brought Steely Dan to everybody. I like to think I brought Frank Zappa to everybody. <laughs> Jim and Joe, they grew up on the Dead. They really pushed that into us, you know. <laughs> and Brian is he's he comes with this interesting fish Chet Atkins. Tommy Emanuel kind of blend. Yeah. Jerry Reed, yes. Jerry Reed. What? what? I it comes through in the plane. Yeah, it does, man. It, it It's cool to hear that, like, your parents were the ones that turned you on to, to the music. So I have an 18-year-old son. He's listened to The Grateful Dead his whole fucking life until he wants to throw up. He hates it so much. He... <laughs> like and and he'll like do the opposite because I like the dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just that is interesting to me because you adopted it as yours too. Like, was there ever a point when you were like, "Fuck that shit! I don't want to listen to that." And then something happened, or was it always cool to you? Uh well, no, yeah, it was always it was always cool stuff to me it was always really interesting music i always you know i knew pretty much all the songs by the lyrics but not necessarily by the names until a certain point mm -hmm. but yeah until i went to my first editing company show it was set from that point so when was that it was probably 2016 so was it four years yeah. ago so uh, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. that because yeah, no, yeah. it kicked off right after Fairly Well. Right after well, Fairly Well, yeah, the year 16. After, yeah. A fresh-faced 13-year-old. <laughs> Holy shit. Awesome. That's oh. rad. So when I went to my first Dead show, I had no idea like what I was getting into. No, no clue. And dosed in the parking lot and went in and they were playing Feel Like a Stranger and I was <laughs> yeah. fucking done. Like that, <laughs> that did it, and I got chills already. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That, it, well, that you're leaving out that he was wearing a misfit shirt and was total punk. <laughs> we've been yeah. friends our whole lives, and I I was a metalhead. He was more like a punker, but you know, kind of that same vein. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But and I went back to Vegas and and like sold all my shit, bought a school bus, and went on tour. Like I I wanted to know all of it. I wanted to see how the engine ran. I wanted to be able to take it apart and put it back together again. Like I didn't want to leave. And I and thought he was completely nuts. And then I lost my best friend it was like, what the fuck these hippies do to him? <laughs> okay, bye. But it trips me out, man, that like it's 2020. It's been 30, whatever years math. It's been a long it's time. Been, no, it was 50 years. Uh, no, for me, Oh, for you. it's been, you know, it's been 30 years, but yeah, the music 50 years. 
And you guys at your age can go to a dead and company show where Jerry's not even there and have that same mind blowing experience to the point where you want to make the music. You know what I'm saying? Have you, have you guys thought about that at all? Like the, the, the lineage of it and like how you're kind of like taking the, the mantle as the music gets passed down. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Totally. You know, honestly, it makes me think like, um, so Jeremy was talking about how the music developed for the dead from the beginning. And even like with us, I think about from the first time we played together and like, even now, like every show, every weekend, it's different. And it's like, it's better and better or just changes for the better in whatever direction. And I'm just like almost scared to think about what it's going to be like in like, like 10 years or something. Cause it just changes so quickly. But what does that feel like? Like for you guys, I mean, I, cause I can hear it. I can hear it happening. You know what I'm saying? Like I see a lot of bands on, on Instagram, man. And they don't do that. And so for guy, I hate to keep bringing it up, but like guys that are young like that, I guess the question is like, do you know you got something special? I well, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know. I remember the first time we played like the five of us in a room together, and I was just like, I you know I got into fish when I was and bands like that, the Grateful Dead, when I was like twelve. I found them like on YouTube. And started researching the hell out of them. And for years, I was trying to tell every single friend and everybody that I knew that played music, like what I just found and like what was going on here. And I was like, "You got to play this with me." And they're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool." <laughs> and I and I tried. I made you know, started a few bands. Like you know, tried to find the right people until years later. Like I finally found this guy first, right? Well, I, I met you first, and then Sam, and we started doing this stuff, and then. You know, it was just the three of us playing in Boston, Jeremy and Sam and I. And then when we all sat down in a room and played together, the five of us for the first time and shared the same dream and the same goal and had, you know, similar influences, but also, you know, different influences that, you know, we, you know, inspired each other with. It was just like such a magical feeling. And and I think we're all I can speak on for all of us when I say that we're all very, very grateful. Absolutely. to uh, have met each other wow! and then Hell doing yeah. this every day and living together. And, you know, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. So you guys all live together. You're all roomies and yeah. practice, Dang. hang out all the time. We all live together. So too. you're serious about this then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. So this is going to be a thing, right? <laughs> Thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing I see too with you guys, like you are in the middle of your like like your beginning of life, and you guys have such a. When I first heard you, when Aaron was playing him outside, because he does that, he'll be just playing something, not say who it is, and then I'll, I'll be like, you know, it's like goose fish. You guys have so much sound going on, and you're so young, and you're still all you're all in school like pursuing degrees and stuff and education. And like, you're not just like, like I quit in college and starting a band going on the road, ma. And you're like, you're doing so much at a young age. And it's cool that we did the video to see you guys. Cause you can like see, yeah, it's actually it's inspiring. It, this you guys. is great. Especially in like the quarantine, like all this shit going on this year to see you guys. And man, 2021, look the fuck out. Cause <laughs> shit's going to be jumping off. It's, 
so for this year for us was gonna be like the shit like we were the official it is aaron (laughs) no no it's bullshit bullshit yeah so we were the official podcast at northwest string summit we were the official podcast of Skull and Roses Festival. We were working on being the official podcast of Lockin. Like, we were going to bust out this year. And then shit happened. Was yeah, it, Were you we guys were, feeling that too? Yeah, absolutely. We, were, we had so many great plans, you know, this summer. We're going to play all the time, book every po- possible gig we could. Yeah, and yeah, just didn't didn't quite happen. That but way. a lot of a lot of beauty came out of it too. Because That's we what were I was going to ask. As soon as everything started to hit the fan, we all agreed that we would like get in the same place quickly. Like I was in New York, I was like, okay, I'm gonna come down to Jersey. I'll live with you know, mm-hmm. I live at Jimmy's house. Yeah, and we all quarantined together and uh, had a lot of time to practice and rehearse and write and record and all that stuff so you know so there's wow, good shit coming that was out a good this. plan you guys because i know a lot of bands that's their struggle you know one's on one coast one's on the other coast or even if it's just a state away you can't get together at often to play if you're a state away or even an hour away so the yeah. fact that i mean you guys are really that's what i meant it was joking but you're serious about it in the sense that like apple mentioned you guys are going to school you're living together and you're sharing music like like you're doing it whether you can actually literally go out and do it or not. Like you're doing it's continuing the continuing to happen. Yeah. It's inspiring. Yeah. We we talked to another band that they're called the Higgs. Have you guys heard of them? Oh yeah. yeah. We played yeah. with them one time at uh, Thunder Road in Boston. All right. Cool. Uh, oh hell yeah. And yeah, it was the three yeah, of us yeah. with our band our like Berkeley band um and then uh aggie aggie was playing too and there was supposed to be the higgs was the last band playing but this band jeb bush orchestra that we really like from boston they were supposed to play and they asked us if we wanted to take the slot instead oh fuck yeah right on so i have a real cool poster from the concert yeah it was was a fun night those guys are friends and like jesse the keyboard player i remember we were talking one time and i was like so how did you know like when it was going to start happening for you guys, how did you know that like, okay, this is it. This is, this is my band of brothers. We're going to take this thing and do something with it. And he was, he said to me, he was like, you know, it wasn't until we all were fully invested and on the same page. Like we had a conversation as a band that this is what we were going to do. And we were going to take it as far as we could. And at that moment, then I knew because all of our, um, individual intention was put on this thing that we could move it. Has there been a moment like that for you guys where you've come together and said, this is the shit, this is what we're going to do. And we're taking it as far as we can. I think, yeah. On many different occasions. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, Moogs was the first time we had, we played yeah. at Moogs place in Vermont. Like, what was that? Two years ago? No. Uh, it was a year. It was last almost, year. Almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Was it? Oh yeah. So that's, that was the first time Brian had played with us on stage. And I mean, it was pretty much right after that where we were like, all right, well, this is the band now. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a cool thing to like find people in your life that you click with. First of all, that you, I mean, people are fucking weird, man. (laughs) It's hard to find people that you can trust. That you can be weird with. Yeah, that too. (laughs) And to find four other guys or, you know, however many 
that you click with and then also to click musically with them and to all have the same intention. There's a lot of power in that. Yeah, there is a lot of like magic. magic. Yeah. Yeah. Magic in that. Well, energy, you know, if everybody's thinking the same thing and have that same, you know, focus that just means that there's more light, more power, more direction toward that, that goal. So, since you guys have been together, what has what's one of those things that you guys have like focused or on or you know intended to happen uh, during this time where you can't literally go out and play? Um, I, I guess honing our sound in really was like yeah. a big thing. Like really trying to. I mean, I feel like we didn't really rehearse as much as we thought we were going to during <laughs> quarantine. Yeah, yeah, it was weird because we're all we're all. <laughs> pretty young and we all kind of just met each other if you would believe it like really (laughs) we haven't known each other for that long (laughs) so it's been super helpful to just be able to hang out like consistently Mm -hmm. you know and just be with each other and play with each other all the time It, it as much as you you know you have to be playing together all the time to develop that sound and that feeling with each other yeah but i think also it's almost more important to have that friendship underneath it yeah and the yeah. brotherhood you know yeah. like yeah you were i know you were getting there pretty yeah. much but like if you have that if you hang out all night and even if like i forget i heard somebody in an interview say it one time but like if you just hang out all day long one day sometimes it's more productive than having a rehearsal you know because it just depends yeah that, well that conversation like we always say like music is conversation and then the conversation continues off the stage and for you guys to be building that brother brotherhood yeah well that's where the it's amazing right that's now. where the You're- love comes from that that's as a as a listener to the music i th- i think for me the thing that gets me off of with the music is the joy and the love that comes from it and of course we always have turmoil and beef and whatever fights or other stuff but i'm talking about like the the foundation of relationship yeah, being down for the yeah, set. Yeah, that. Like, the, when that comes through the music, that's the magic. And so, being cooped up together for fucking seven months, you know, or whatever, it, it's going to do, it's doing something for you guys that you wouldn't have otherwise been able to get. I mean, you might have gotten it over a long, longer period of time on the road, you know, jammed in a van together and traveling around and doing whatever but being close quarters with people like that it does something very particular oh yeah you get to know each other's quirks and things that smell you know, each other's fucking feet and, and yeah and, you know each yeah. other's buttons <laughs> yeah then that would be rough on the road like learn learning everybody's little quirks as you get pissed at them or something like so, now you have a chance to like get that out they'll be like okay i know what's up with joe today i know what's up jerry you know you can't even figure each other out that's good so has there been moments when there's been beef? And if there has, how, how do you guys deal with that? Uh, there's always beef. <laughs> but, <laughs> but straightforward, straightforward and at the, at the point of the situation, take, yeah. take control of it yeah. and just get it figured out right away because you don't want that shit lasting. <laughs> yeah, fester. fester. Well, well, and the thing is we're all bonded because of the music. We all came together for the music. That's why we're the best friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so when we go on stage or even into the studio and, you know, to the rehearsal studio and play together, uh, it all goes away. 
Yeah. Wow. And sometimes it's great to sarcastically say, go fuck yourself at the end of an argument because it makes it makes you hug each other and then you're all happy. Yeah. 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 Like me and this guy, I've known him since I was 12 and her and I have been married for almost 23 years. So in all that time, like there's a, a lot of nonverbal communication that goes between all of us. Like I, we can have a conversation with just a couple of eye glances and that's it. And that's, I think that like is part of the thing that we as fans pick up on with bands that we love. Like you guys, we see that happening on the stage and also hear it happening through the music. It's like being able to physically see a conversation happening or hear it, but not in words. And with you guys, like, I just wonder, like, what's the goal? Like, I, I know, I know, obviously, like, we want to make albums and we want to tour and all that stuff. But like, when you guys are sitting down and it's quiet and the end of the day and you've already practiced, like, what are some of the dreams that you guys talk about together? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I think we want to create a family. I mean, I'll just say that first. I think what we want to do is create, just bring what we, I feel like we've been doing it now, but we, everywhere we go, we pick up a couple more people mm-hmm. and become our best friends. And every time it just grows. And my dad always relates it to the Grateful Dead because it's exactly what they did. You know, they just like had all these people that were friends. And then all of a sudden you have, hundred thousand friends and they're following you around the country yeah (laughs) they really did something unique you guys because one of my favorite things watching any musician is when they first come on the stage and then everybody's kind of like you know tuning their instrument they're maybe not even facing the audience they're facing each other they're like you know signaling each other and there's hundreds sometimes even thousands of people in front but the group is the group and that's what I love to see, the interplay of the getting ready and the like, you ready? You ready? Yeah, You know, like that or just like the little laugh that something happened right before stage because then that energy comes out to us. And even like it's just such a fun experience to have like what you were just saying, trying to build a family. Like that's really what fans are. We're supporting the play between you guys. We want to see it. We want you guys to keep doing it. And it's just really cool that you acknowledge that. Like, yeah, like that's what we want to do. We want to build a family because that's how shit lasts. And you can, it doesn't even matter what genre 10 years from now you're playing as long as you're still doing, you know? Yeah. Genre (laughs) is, it's a weird thing. Even it's, it's such a hard thing. Cause like you jazz freaking, you know, jam, bluegrass metal. yeah, Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, it's just, it's neat. It's uh, that's all. That wasn't even a question. It was just a kind of comment that, you know, it's a really awesome thing to see that you guys already are doing that. And that's kind of one of your intentions. I wonder because it just like happens. It it really just happens and things fall into place. I I think you guys would like one of our new songs. It's called Porque Pedro. It starts as a kind of a punk rocker 
kind of misfitsy kind of thing, yeah. and then it then it ends up well. I'll, I won't spoil it, but you guys should check it out. It, 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 it takes a cool little twist for sure. Yeah, that I, I'm I writing it down hear, right now. Yeah, I want to hear as much as possible, man. Like it, it, it features me and Brian singing in harmonized Spanish as well. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're speaking Mel's language literally. Well, that's the name of my dad. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know, the thing about family, it. it Doing a podcast is a lot like having a band, especially this group of people right here. Like when we started it, it there was a community that started growing out from the show and it wasn't intentional. I, I didn't sit down on the porch one day and, and be like, I'm going to do a podcast and start a family. Like I just did it. And then people started hitting us up and being like, wow, you know, like what you guys talked about last week on the show really, really hit me hard and whatever. And we've had like listeners come and stay that at the house. And you know, we, when I say no simple road family, that's a real fucking thing. That's like true. it's a, it's a trip. So I know what you're talking about, like getting those DMS and emails and, or like being at a show and seeing somebody and they're like, Oh fuck dude. Like, I listened to that interview you guys did with so-and-so and blew my mind or whatever. There's a, there's something special in finding connection in music. You know what I mean? And I just remember the first time that I walked on dead lot or a fish lot. And it was like fucking swap meat threw up on acid in, in the middle of LA and I didn't know what to think I, I was really confused by it it didn't make sense to me I didn't have any like frame of reference my fucking parents were not deadheads at all my mom was a circus performer my dad was a movie producer like that wasn't a thing so I'm, I'm wondering like for you guys and you can go around the around the room the first time you walked on the lot and got a glimpse of what was going on. What was, what did you think? What was going through your head? For me personally, I was like, I found my people. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. It's just such a cool scene that, you know, I don't know. That answers it. Yeah, no, that's like straight, straight up. That is it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember for, for me, it was really cool because me and my brother, who's like a couple years younger than me, we, we, my parents weren't deadheads either. My mom was, had like a kind of weird, quirky, cool taste in music. And my dad, like, doesn't really like music all that much, <laughs> but, um, uh, he's like a real business guy, but, uh, but so me and my brother got into the dead when I was probably like 15, he was 13 and we were, we were like, you know, so excited by it. We would listen to it all the time and realize that we wanted to start playing more and we'd be playing guitar and stuff. And then we went to one of the fairly well shows in Chicago on July 3rd and like, and uh, you know, had our first experience a lot, you know, it was like, you know, similar to what Brian said, it was just like so amazing that like we were there with like, and we were, everyone was so friendly. We were talking to like six year old dudes who were like, so cool, like helping us out. Like I remember what I was just telling uh, Jimmy's dad the story yesterday at the first ever show, we were outside the hotel with my dad who like really wanted nothing to do with it aside from bringing us there. And it was like a gift for me graduate, uh, like doing really well in school or something, or my brother graduated in eighth grade or something like that. Um, 
And like we like we like ran into this guy like outside the out you know this like this old older deadhead guy smoking a cigarette and like we started talking to him and he called himself Bear and like we realized he was really cool. He's like, I know they're gonna open with Shakedown Street tonight, and they actually did. And like, but anyway, my dad like let us along with him. He was like, all right, why don't you guys hang out with this guy? I'll go walk around. Or <laughs> he approved of the. That's Dead. cool. The, what a we great. Got, we got my dad to go to one um one Den Company show. And he's he's come to a bunch of our shows actually. Sometimes it's it's really. It's really hilarious. He'll start dancing like cra- like just out of nowhere. He'll just start like breaking out like the craziest Wook dancer you've seen. Like <laughs> <laughs> smile more than like anything on stage because I I always I always like like get I always like almost mess up because I'm about to laugh. So. You got to dose him, and then then he'll really <laughs> buy a school oh, bus. And <laughs> what were you gonna say? Something that's really cool is like at first when I started like you know jamming with everyone, my dad like saw it, it was like. You know, like, oh, you're, it's just jam. I mean, I was going to Berkeley and everything, but, like, he didn't – it wasn't until, like, recently, probably the last year, that he really realized that, like, this is something that, A, we can make a career out of it, and, like, we are, like, so passionate about it. And we all have, like, a really intense drive to, like, you know, with the same goal as we've been talking about. Right. So right. you gained dad's respect then through your passion and your diligence and your – yeah. <laughs> and he came and listened to you. I mean, he had to have heard you and been like, Damn, yeah, damn, you're well, good. He doesn't really understand music. I remember I, one time I was trying to get through to him. Like I was like, Dad, just the next time you see Jeremy play, just look at how fast his fingers are moving. Like I was like, does that not mean anything? Like isn't that impressive just in itself? How fast like fingers are moving? That's always astounded me that there's people out there that don't like music. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, I wouldn't say he does. He's just not he into not it. Like music, but it's like, you know, he likes like David. He does. He loves the Beatles and David Bowie and stuff. But music is like, you know, music is to me like water. Food. Like, you know, yeah. constantly thinking about it. Like yeah, It's on all the time. You can't wait yeah. to listen to so it. For him, it's like on. secondary or tertiary or something. Yeah, no, I don't. That doesn't even fucking compute. I, no, that's how my that's how my dad was. I grew up. My dad was really into music until I was like 10. Went to my first concert in 77 to Fleetwood Mac and the Little, Little River Band with my dad. I was hooked on music. And then, and then he, like, hung it up because he's, like, a lawyer and didn't want it. I tried to put it on in the office. Like, turn the music off. It's distracting. For a long time. Then recently he's gotten back into it again as he's gotten older and stuff. Check this is, out. Everybody it, needs music in their lives. His dad just came up here to visit. We moved up to Portland four years ago, and he hadn't come to visit. And he came up to visit, and we got him high, and he, he was smoked, fucking dancing out. In he the- smoked pot with me for the first time, like a like a, like a fifty one. My whole life, I'd wish like like dad because he likes to drink, and it's like dad, if he smoked some weed, he'd feel so good. And he finally did, and was dancing like my Dude. knees feel good. I feel. <laughs> and groovy. he was dancing a disco. He wanted disco. Yeah, he specifically. wanted to put disco music on to dance to. I was like, yes, dad. So, so. I want to talk about like. Wait, we did we hear everybody else with the lot? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. The first um, time you saw the lot. Uh, yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I'm honestly really, I'm really, really lucky because my both of my parents have been seeing the dead since like '84, and they've been they've toured and seen over 200 shows. And then when I was like, I don't know, the dead's always been playing in my house since I could remember. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was like four or five, my dad took me to see like the dead, which was, you know, Jimmy Herring, Warren and the rest of the dead members. And I, I almost can't even remember it. All I remember is just 
one day just like realizing that, wow, my life revolves around this music and it always has since I could ever remember. And the lot is just, it's always been a comfortable place for me and it feels right to be there every time. And I can never remember a point where it was fresh to me. So it's just, it's always been in my blood and yeah. Well, that, you're, you were, you were born into the family. Well, and, but it, okay, but so Jimmy, doesn't that seem weird to you? Like, if you think about it from this perspective, there's not a lot of people doing that with like, I don't know, you too. Like, there's a lot of good, you know, you too has a big following. I'm not picking on them, you know, rock on Bono, but do you know what I'm saying? There's no family, quote unquote, in lots waiting to see that they line up like everybody else give their ticket sit in their seat buy some merch and go home maybe there's an after party or two but it's not like you know records and tapes and like concert posters and tees and underground like it's not like that like i feel like there's like a it's a one in a million thing it's a one in a million chance to be raised like that Mm -hmm. to understand how people can be do you know what i mean like they can let go of their inhibitions they can be in a free environment and like sell to each other and not like lose it and it's just like i feel like it's so so unique it's a very unique thing that you can't even think of because you've been around it your whole life you can't think of any other way to be you're so right yeah it almost comes to a point where when you meet people that like are not in the scene and I've I mean I've grown to be more used to it now because I'm getting older but a while ago I'd meet people that are different that are not a part of the dead scene I'm just like wait I don't really understand like how you don't think about think like like this because I've just been in it for so long you know yeah you're lucky man it I'm very lucky I'm so grateful (laughs) yeah that's that's a that's a gift and it doubly so that you play music it's they they gave you something special man that's that's really cool like i i just remember like my experience wasn't my first show was not fun it, it, when i think back on that experience it wasn't like that was awesome i want to go do that i fuck that i it no thank you like the script yeah man it it tore me up like it took my whole world and completely blew it to pieces and then I had to figure out how to put myself back together again. And the only thing that was there was the music and the lyrics to help me like figure out how to put my mind back in my head. And Thank God for Robert Hunter. <laughs> fuck dude. Wow. Right. True statement. Right. So I'm, I've spent like my entire life since then trying to figure out like, what is so special? What is the thing? You know what I mean? What that's, that's even like how no simple road started was like me telling my story about my going to my first show. And before I knew what this thing was going to be, I was like, I want to talk to people and hear about their turn on moment, you know, so I can like maybe try and figure out what the fuck. Cause I still haven't figured it out. You won't. No, but but I'm curious. Like you're not supposed to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Go with it. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm curious for you guys, like, we all have that moment, like, that it becomes real. There, it, The music turns on, and, and it's not just music anymore, it's communication, and there's something happening on another level. 
and and you're like oh okay this this is a thing now so for you guys is there a, a time or a moment that you remember that that happened when you were like oh shit this thing is much bigger than i thought it was I like the beat. <laughs> is that in, I'm sorry, is that in regards to like the scene? Or just, of, just music in general, just, yeah, the scene, music, whatever. Like, it, I, yeah, from, when you realize you could be doing something like that, there's something else happening besides you literally playing notes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's important for me when you meet other people who, when you have all these thoughts about, I don't know, you could be standing at a show tripping or whatever, and you have these crazy thoughts about, the scene and everybody around you and it's almost like when you meet someone who feels similar and you have those deep conversations and it's like you start to realize the common threads of how you think it's like wow there's other people out there who are thinking this way and we could actually be a part of something greater than just you know just what you think of initially Mm -hmm. I don't know how to finish that. Really no, that, that, was, that was, it's, it's well such a hard thing to, to talk about because unless you're high and in that space, you can't really replicate it on a sane head. You know? Sorry. Our dog's trying to make his way inside the room. <laughs> I was going to say, I've been distracted. You guys have cats, huh? Yep, yeah, we got a cat. I heard the cat. I got distracted from it. I'm like, where's the cat at? And I, 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 I lost track of where we're talking for a minute because yeah, pets, pets are awesome. Wow, no. right on Apple. <laughs> no, but you're you're right on. It's it's not an easy thing to articulate, and that's probably why we have music. Oh, shit. Do you know what I mean? That's that's why we have it because it's those thoughts that are in our head that are non-verbal. They do not. They're not supposed to have words. And that's why jam music is so awesome because you can have these long ass conversations with no fucking words. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> you get and every, I miss and it. Everybody's on the same. I was going to say, and I miss it. I'm Jones. Oh, God, dude. Well, wait, on that, on that note, okay, about Joe, because it looks like you guys are, like, we're jealous right now out here on the West Coast because the East Coast is opening up. Uh, there's starting to be more shows, and you're able to gather and stuff. And it looks like you guys, whatever you guys, have you guys done any shows recently? Or I saw you're doing a Halloween one coming up, but have you guys got yeah. been able to play anywhere recently? Yeah, we've done some really cool, you know, outdoor, big farm field type shows. You know, set up the big PA system and just blast it, and uh, you sit in your pod, <laughs> you know, and it's a <sighs> it's a good time. Uh, and we're excited for this one coming up on Halloween. Uh, we played there once earlier in the season, a couple months ago. Yeah, the see great time. Great. Really cool yeah. venue. It's, it's yeah. incredible. So these castles that were built by this like Scottish billionaire like hundreds of years ago, and it's like his church. It's like this crazy. Apparently, apparently he had his own like church congregation or something, and it's like the the buildings are all still in really cool, great condition. Awesome. Okay, yeah. that sounds true. Yeah. So, look into is that. this with yeah. or without an audience? With an audience. Okay. With wow. a social distance audience. Yeah. What a fucking weird question. I, well, well, that's what I, I was going to ask Jeremy when he said, "When you when because we're seeing different setups." You said you like sit in your pot, like just like a squared off area that you have to stay in the boundaries. A taped off area in Ta- the grass. We, we've been very fortunate to have known. You know, we know a bunch of people. Um, uh, or a, ha- a good a good handful of people that really learned quickly how to make events that were safe. Wow! And, 
and also to where they could have a good amount of people and comply with all the rules of what whichever state it was, like Vermont, Pennsylvania, New York. Um, for instance, uh, one of our best friends and, you know, one of the, he plays a huge role in this whole thing is, is Tommy Moog in Vermont. He owns two venues, Moog's Place and Moog's Joint. And uh, we played at Moog's Joint, um, I guess, a total of five shows yeah. since COVID. And he was, he's actually known in Vermont as being one of the first people to have like figured it out. He's in touch with the governor and the governor, you know, applauds him for, for what he's doing, um, for being able to make it all work and still have the music exist in such a crazy time, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. do it really safely really safely yeah so what a, what a great guy to have in your corner you guys what does it look like yeah. what does safely look like so, interesting yeah <laughs> yeah it truly can look a bunch of different ways we've seen probably as many as anybody could see at this point there are pods you can sit in your car you can uh table walk, yeah walk uh, t- sit at a table walk around up front with dance with a mask on uh it's it's there are a bunch of different methods that people are using and wow it's all pretty cool does it feel does it feel different playing in those situations to you guys than it did playing before yeah i think so it definitely can but depending on the setup you know people can be sending up the right vibes and it it hits us and so we can hit them the right way right 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 yeah that's i just wonder like I see the um, drive-in shows happening. Like Humphreys just did, did a big drive-in show and, and um, I think Goose did one. And f- I'm stoked that music is happening at all anywhere on the planet right now. Like, I'm happy. But when I see it, I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's like half of the thing is missing. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Like the, the half of the phone is hung up. it's a one-way phone conversation yeah we all feel that way too we did a a private drive-in event that was our first live gig outside of quarantine and it was definitely strange it was really strange and we had been doing live streams for i don't know about a month at that point we probably did like 10 live streams yeah a couple for garcia's um ordmore yeah the live streams were tough very tough no crowd at all um Mm. then the drive-in was it was a step above that but it was also still very removed um so, is is the live streams kind of like a rehearsal? Like, do you feel like yeah. it's a rehearsal or do you feel like you're literally playing? You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm playing a set. I'm playing a show. Kind of somewhere in between. I yeah. Because we, we would we would treat it like a live show. We would come up with new ideas, new songs and stuff. We did We did a lot of new stuff. Like on 420, we did the Reefer Madness song from the from the musical yeah. uh, with Alan Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> that me and Jeremy had just watched a couple days ago. <laughs> Just knowing there were people on the other side of the lens was a really special yeah. thing, and kind of kind of a surreal, weird thing, especially when we started doing the live streams in and like March and April. I think one of our favorite ones was the Tree of Forgiveness yeah. one, where they have a Zoom call and everyone mutes themselves while we're playing. Then when we stop playing, they can talk for a minute. And there was a clap, and we're doing another one uh, coming up soon. Yeah, November fifth, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it, unlimited. The the good thing about doing the live streams is that it's you know unlimited capacity, of course. Yeah, and and those guys <laughs> are doing something really special. They start it from like it was just like a small thing for friends this guy barry brandow uh runs it and then now they have like almost 800 people who are watching almost every show and oh, they've had awesome who, who else did they had i know they were supposed to get george porter from the meters they had Haley jane yeah they had um oh, a lot of people a lot, yeah, of, a lot great of great acts. content yeah so you guys are in a unique position because 
of your ages in that technology has always been with you since you've been around. Like for us, it, it, it wasn't, it's not like that. Like I, I remember using fucking pay phones and beepers. Yeah. Like, so it's been an adjustment for, for us. I have to like learn it. Whereas for you guys, it's second nature because it's always it's been integration you. Yeah. for you guys. Yeah. And so in this new shit that we're in with this situation, you guys have a unique perspective because you see it differently than I see it. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on like where things are going and how, or if we're gonna see things go back to the way they were as far as live music goes. I think, I think it'll be an interesting blend. I think this time has caused a lot of people to innovate and come up with new things. We we're all fans of, of the band Wolfpack who have been putting together incredible videos for years now. And they just played a sold-out show at Madison Square Garden just before COVID hit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, they did that online. And so, oh, you know, it's there's definitely something to be said about it. It's a, it's a very interesting thing, and I think it can be good for a lot of people. Um, that being said, the live show is a is experience, an experience all unto itself. So, so it's separate. It's it's like two separate things. Yeah, it can be. And I'm sure that there's some way that they can become the same thing, you know? Yeah. I, I don't Who were we talking to? Was that yesterday that we were? Um, shit. We... I, okay. It's not very much context. <laughs> she, she, un- see what I mean about nonverbal communication? She understood that. No, I did understand that. And we were talking yeah. to Wooden Wire. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking oh. to Tony. And this guy was. I kind of asked him sort of a similar question and he was saying that like in his mind, he doesn't see how things can go back to the way they were like standing elbow, you know, shoulder to shoulder, sweating on each other and riding the road. Yeah, that's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable, I think now. Um, but why were they comfortable with it before? That's well, what I yeah. have a hard time with. It's, it's the unseen evil, you know, you don't, you don't realize how much you don't like something until you have to deal with it for seven months. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true, man. Like you can't unsee what you've seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just can't get over the fact like it was there before <laughs> we, all, you know, like I remember picking up like a snot rag from somebody that I didn't know because I, you know, I like, I don't like litter. So I'll you throw did it in. do that. Yes, I do that. Gross. I was picking up people's water bottles because why are you stepping over it? Throw it in the trash. Like, but you wouldn't do that now. If I, yeah, I mean, I might, I might do like this and you guys, I'll pick it up like that. <laughs> well, even if you did, me and Aaron, we'd no. both be like, Mel, stop. No, stop. I get it. I Touch just, you know, like Aaron said, you guys are already, you've been integrated into technology. So it's not like either or it's there. It's always been there for us, especially for me. I just have such a hard time with it because I am such a tactile person and I don't want to see a live stream. I do want to see my brother next to me sweating on me. And I want to go run up to the stage and touch the rail that everybody else touched. And not on purpose. I don't want to get sick. It ain't like that. It's just, it's the (laughs) excitement of where you're at. It's like doing like, like instinctual things, you know, like when you meet somebody and you just want to make out with them like that, like, whoa, it's an instinct, right? (laughs) Like, 
There, you know, what, I love tonight, Mills. You're getting some shit out. Man. You did that I mean, early. You went on a rant. You're like, I just miss live music. I God do. And and I'm not that. hating on like this guy. Tommy sounds dope. He sounds like he is really like you know what? It Gotta sounds like it, figure it yeah, out. It sounds like it's important to him, and he's gonna do what he needs to do. And that is the people that we need. And I'm I'm just being a baby, really. I'm just being a baby about it because it's just you well, know like he, he figured the way it out for because you guys got to you got unfortunately well have to have money to keep the bus going and everything you sure. know family and everything is the most important thing but you got to keep the bus going put so gas in the tank. figure out a way and these musicians figure out a way to continue to sell merch to sell you know get out there yeah, get and get that unlimited capacity audience which that's i mean that's incredible yeah. there but i'm sure you guys too like you said especially our community this the you guys this deadhead sprung out of Jerry Garcia and all those guys community it's different you guys play you play we play with each other instead of a band playing at the crowd or for the crowd or something like Mel's not like you two you know you go to show it's set boom over go home they're up there on a pedestal. You can't get near. Think them. about how many hugs We're are at a missing. dead show. It's, it's the fountain of you getting older, right? But- I see you, yeah. Jimmy, back there, <laughs> right? High fives, hugs, yeah, bro, like hell yeah, touch. yeah, touch. Call, like that guy that you met calling the fucking set list before the show, like. I, yeah. that's like one of my favorite things is the set list game during the show. All high, all right. What's what's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? You know, like can't do that in a live stream and. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can type it. Yeah, it's not the fucking same, <laughs> man. Oh, oh, no. But if you type it, then that you guys see it, then that means like you'll do it. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. Well, it's the same like with you guys. I've been watching, you've been listening to you guys and watching your live stuff on YouTube, you know, watching everything. But like we always tell bands, it's like, can't wait to see you can't live. Can't wait to see you live. A hug yeah, and be like, fuck yeah. And, you know, one, party together. One shit. thing I wanted to ask you guys about, you know, you, you brought up um, Berkeley a couple of times and uh it seems like every time i talk to a musician that's super talented they went to berkeley college of music (laughs) Yeah, berkeley's putting out some good musicians can explain to me because i i don't know anything about it other than the name of it like what the fuck what's going on there like (laughs) (laughs) i I just said jokingly that it was the best investment of my life I, i do truly believe that actually um it's stupid expensive as most you know, universities and schools are at this point. However, the people that you meet, uh, you know, us, yeah. we, all, we all met there and connected through there, some indirectly, some directly. Right. Uh, it's a very important thing, being able to go to a place like that and, yeah. and rub elbows with your peers. That, and Definitely the yeah. connections, like the networking aspect is probably the most important to me. Like, you know, outside of these guys, I've met so many people who I know are going to be incredibly talented producers or musicians in their own right in some way that we know like we're, there's so many people that we know we're gonna well you know if we if we want to hire like a really good saxophone player we know someone if we want to do anything like that like you pretty much found someone at berkeley and yeah. you meet so many people from all around the world which is another one of my favorite things about it and the teachers are like some of the best musicians in the world so it's really really awesome and it's it's, it's difficult to do it online right now but everyone like the teachers and the students are all making the best of it so, and I know a couple of the guys in Goose went to Berkeley, right? What's what's the other, maybe Spafford, some of the guys in Spafford, maybe? I know, I think Marco uh, Benevento. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've talked, I know, yeah. I yeah we, there's been a lot. There's been I mean, a there's, lot. We can't remember everybody, but yeah. But it just seems like that place is like some kind of like 
incubator funky <laughs> nexus point of energy or something that is spitting well, out musicians <laughs> awesome it, it's really cool too because like what like one thing that i realized at berkeley is like you can go there and there's like a focus there's like a you know there's a really good jazz apartment stuff and that was what i wanted to do when i got there is get really good at like you know learn jazz better and stuff but like you really once you get there especially after your first year or stuff you really realize what you're going to do and you use the tools to like allow yourself to do that like if i wanted to get really good at producing i, I would have taken more jeremy's route which like he learned you know he, he didn't really know how to produce a lot of stuff before you got to school and now he's you know studying it so you, you really can kind of once you get there you can choose like a specific career path which is really awesome like another one of our really good friends he's an amazing cello player is a huge scholarship he also is a co-writer on a lot of our songs and he's a music business major so like he's oh, wow. and and he used to be a scientist he went to <laughs> dang <University>. Fuck. <laughs> how old is this well, guy and he's, and he's 18 no <laughs> He's a great guy. <laughs> Owen Leonard, shout out. Holy wow. shit. Shout out. <laughs> that that was another thing about you guys that blew my mind. I, I saw a list, I don't know if it was on Instagram or not, that you posted all the songs that you guys play. I compiled the list. I think I 106 <laughs> songs. It might be closer to 110 now. Jesus wow. Christ, man. Like, okay, first of all, <laughs> And that's just the songs we know collectively. If, if me or Jeremy or anyone gave a list of every song, like if I, and I have, I, I kind of like lists. So one time I made a song, I've almost every, a list of almost every song I know. It was many, many, many yeah. songs. <laughs> so are all of those in rotation when you go out to play live? Hey, everybody. What? Wait, wait. the lights what? are on. What? Everything's weird. Separate is is happening. What do we do? I this would be a really good time to get some premium cannabis. It in really, your system. yes, it would. <laughs> yeah, it would. Set break is a good time for that. Pass smoking me that with a buddy, smoking with your neighbor. Oh. You know, where whatever. would I get said premium cannabis apple? Well, if you're up here in the Portland area, you could come visit us. Well, me at Define Premium Cannabis in Hillsboro, and we have another store, Define Premium Cannabis in Forest Grove. So come on out. If you have any aches, pains, whatever ails you, we have something for you. Dabbables, your edibles, your topicals, your tinctures, your lotions, your flower. Yeah, Those the lotions are really lotion. helpful. Dude, yeah, lotions are amazing. The medicine, you guys, farm. all bullshit aside, all everything aside, check this out. I live with this guy. I see the meticulous detail that he he's the guy that orders the weed for all their stores. I see the meticulous detail that this guy goes through to pick the, like, if if this was beer, this would be like craft beer level cannabis that he's out there sourcing for these shops. And if you go to the Hillsborough location Monday through Friday what do at I do? daytime hours, he actually will come out of the back room <laughs> dressed like a gorilla, swinging from the roof, and like a batch of bananas, he will pick the cannabis product that is right for you. So you know what, man? Go check out Define if you live in the Portland area. One in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. They're going to hook you up with 10% off if you tell them that you listen to No Simple Road and you get a free t-shirt and you get to meet Apple and you get to take care of your head. So go check them out. Define. Oh, yeah. Well, wait. That's not the last commercial in Set Break. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's one more. Oh, there's one more. I was, Break's confusing. So it is, confusing. man. It gets weird. It, it does. The lights kind Who of go on, it? but not all the way. It's Shop, Shop Tour Bus. Bus. So, you know, 
you, what, there, what at some point, live music is coming back. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and while it already it's not, is. I think grabbing a shop tour bus t-shirt is a great way to remind you of that. Absolutely. Give you hope. And an added bonus to that is when live music does come back, you don't have to roll into that show wearing a t-shirt from six tours ago. You can come in with a Fresh. nice blue light cheap hotel or a fire on the mountain t-shirt or a steal your tape. Or you could just, you know what? Treat yourself to a couple of stickers for your water bottle or a hoodie because it's getting cool outside. Yeah. So if you want to get free shipping, when you check out, put in the promo code No Simple Road. They will hook you up with free shipping. And what's going to come to your house isn't just a shirt in a Mylar bag. It's going to come in a hand-designed, one-of-a-kind box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside and a bona fide, genuine, real-to-the-world-life Grateful Dead bootleg cassette tape. So if that's not enough to get you to order from Shop Tour Bus, I don't know what else we can throw in there. But I'm just telling you, go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get more, more than, than you bargained bargain for. for. And you know what? I think the, sh- I think I think the show's, show's getting ready to start again. Oh, Here, dude, okay. go uh, take this water. Here, yeah, oh. thanks. Take this drugs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are outdated, honestly. Not yeah. a lot of them. I don't want to say maybe like 10% are outdated. Like, I don't think we would play them. Yeah, we overplayed a lot of them, too. You know? Yeah, I mean, and a lot of them were like kind of like, you know, like dead songs that were just really easy that we knew we could, like, you know, deal, cold rain and snow, stuff like that. Scarlet Begonias. The first the songs we played together. Yeah, the, and those really? are the first songs we played together. because. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember when I, I I asked Jeremy to like come down and play a couple of shows, and I was like told him like, yeah, it's like a dead cover band. So like, that seems like every band starts like that. To hang out and spend more time together over the summer, yeah. basically at first. It's the power of the Grateful Dead. Fucking a, yeah. It, so, in this in our world, set list is a huge thing. Like, putting together a good set list is an art form, and uh, taking people through. I always kind of looked at it like if a band does a good set list, it should take you, it should accompany you on your trip. It should bring you in, get you super high, peak when you're peaking, and set you on your feet and send you on your way out the door when it's when it's done. Yeah. So for you guys, how, how does the set list creation thing work? Well, we kind of take turns. Sometimes it's a, it's really all the five of us collaborating, and sometimes we take turns. Somebody wants to take a lead and put something together. Um, yeah, we're still experimenting to find out what works for us. Right. Definitely all just like going with trying to go with the flow as many ways as that yeah, can be. Right. We, we definitely don't really like, like if we have a show the next morning, we don't really like to do it the night of. I mean, maybe we'll have ideas or something, but we don't really like to get the order until we, yeah. you know, can – see the crowd see what we're dealing with mm. and then yeah and more often than not the, the the list changes as we're playing and we see what the crowd is doing and reacting to and we you know we gotta change stuff on the fly yeah so it's pretty yeah. fluid then you yeah. got 106 songs you can you can change them on the fly it's, it's yeah. remember, the, remember that we talked to the rumpke mountain boys a and thousand? they had like over a thousand and each oh night, God. like say you know, you know, say Jimmy would do one night, and then Jeremy would do the next night. Joey would do the next night, and they that like each person takes the lead and dictates how the show's going to be. And I just thought that was so unique. Over a thousand songs, and and their energy. Do you guys know who they are? No, I would either. just just FYI look them up. They are. I don't even. 
well, I don't dirty, even know. Uh, they're, dirty, they're trash dirty, grass, right? Trash, they're trash, trash grass. Trash grass. But Blue grass. The, the, the skill level of these guys, talk about tight like a tiger. Oh my gosh, they're incredible. So just throwing that out there, but it sounds, it, it, it reminded me of that. That's why I brought it up. We, that brings up something that's a point we haven't touched on and stuff because it, this is new to you touched on it. Oh, never mind. He's touched on. Oh no, uh, we we recently over the last few years, uh, bluegrass was something I'd never. It wasn't really part of our lives other than like you know uh, Jerry Garcia back when you know he was picking and stuff. But we've really gotten into bluegrass, and I imagine you guys going to school and stuff. You learn all kinds of techniques. You guys listen to much bluegrass or anything? Well, when I went to school, I actually really didn't know much of it at all. I love Chet Atkins and Jerry Reed, which is like rockabilly stuff, but inspired by a lot of bluegrass. And I knew Bill Monroe and all that stuff. And I'd heard some of my favorite musicians talk about that stuff. But I actually like met two two guys who I had a little band with up there. And they it, every day was like, you know, boot camp. I'd go to their dorm. We'd wake up really like early and, and make coffee and like listen to bluegrass records for like an hour, like every day. And that was like my indoctrination into the whole thing. Fuck yeah. um, I've been trying to get these guys more into it lately. Everybody, everybody digs it. Um, and I think we all, you know, collectively love Billy Strings and everything that Jerry Garcia did with David Grisman and uh, Olden in the way, Pizza yeah. Tapes, Tony Rice, um, stuff like that. It's, it's, yeah. it's really cool. And I, I think um, a lot of our new original songs kind of it's at some point we'll have that double time bluegrass oh, yeah. mandolin chop. Yeah. Beat. You can't you can't escape it when you're in the in the world like you you just can't escape that bluegrass chop. Well, also making its way into some shit like the melding of genres really is that's what it is. It's like it, if you're good and that's it. That's all it takes. You can be inspired by anybody who's killing it at picking or anybody. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to just be bluegrass or jazz. It's if you're badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the yeah, chops. I think that's what's so cool about the jam scene because that's really what it is. It's like, it's jam music, but what jam music is is just a big pile of just every, everything. Like, you could put any influence in there and it's jam music as long as it's done right, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's beautiful about it. Yeah, man. What about electronic music? Are you guys into any of that? Yeah. yeah that's, that's my alley, 100%. I'm a big... I love bass music and like dubstep and hard stuff. I, I'm really. I'm so, do you really, integrate some of that stuff into what you guys are, or have you yet? I should say. Yeah, so working it's, it's it. definitely something that we're working on. The mechanics of doing things like that live are really tricky, and it. Yeah. I bet. So, but uh, we have some wubby jams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, like with, with uh, Jeremy, we got to say that, like, especially Mel is a keyboard. Not oh yeah junkie. i i mean i and just you, you immediately saying, i was like i don't know you jeremy but i love you <laughs> yeah well like sam was saying earlier like pointing out it's like it's like look at how fast his fingers are moving you know <laughs> that on its own is even if there wasn't music coming out just being able to do that <laughs> and then to make music come out of it and i mean we're well, listening to your like, sure we were pl the playing i mean it goes from funky to classical to i mean just the gambit of everything and the question I was going to ask, I saw, I forget now because I was kind of reading about you guys. You you got help. You got help from Billy Joel or some kind of a help with a scholarship or something. 
Yeah, so that's awesome. That's like one of the coolest things I've experienced. Um, the, I went to an arts high school on Long Island. That's where I grew up. Brian and I grew up on Long Island. The rest of the band is all from Jersey. But uh, yeah, so I went to this arts high school called Long Island High School for the Arts. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Long Island High School for the Arts. <laughs> <laughs> so um, unfortunately, the school was in a massive amount of debt and the program was going under. The districts were not sending kids because they didn't want to spend the money. It was a big mess. Um, but Billy Joel's foundation donated a bunch of money to the school to keep it afloat. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, you know, so incredible at the time he had, he held a great, uh, class at the Tilla center and the whole school went and we were able to, you know, talk with him, ask him questions and wow. just listen to him. Play. Um, wow. and so in my senior year of high school, I guess through connections at the school, um, he heard about me and what I was trying to do. Um, and so he, he, uh, I was gifted with a scholarship and I, I met him backstage at Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. and he presented me with it. It was, it was, yeah. Holy wow. shit. That's a once in a lifetime thing. Billy, yeah. Billy Joel's always been close. That, oh, was my, yeah. that was my mom and my sister's Jane. I grew up, I, I have all his stuff on vinyl from my sister. So yeah, that's a, yeah. So that's, yeah. A, that's awesome. I got to ask Congrats. you a question. Man. Thank you's not well, enough. Like, what do you say to him after that? That's like, what I was going to say. So like, <laughs> I've had those moments like meeting a musical hero and like coming out of myself and standing across the room, looking at me sitting there talking to this person and being like, I can't fucking believe this is happening right now. This is my life. I'm doing I, I had, I had like 10 out of body experiences. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so the question is like, what do you, what did you say besides thank you? Like, what do you say to that? Like that's, that's huge. I'm going to give you an education here. Just take this and go. Yeah, I I don't know. It's tough. I just tried to be humble and and truly express how I felt, which was, you know, I don't know, flabbergasted. I yeah, guess. that's a great word, flabbergasted. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Shout out Billy. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So Owen Leonard, Billy Joel. I I want to. Um, I mean, I know that things are fucked up right now, and nobody's going anywhere for a little while but i want to make you guys the offer um when things open back up and you guys can get out on the road you guys need to come to portland we'll help you figure out a place for you guys to play out here and you stay, and here. You stay here with us yeah. and you don't have to tell us twice yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously you I'm guys serious, this man. is like okay for for us I, I was a little, I'm definitely late to the bus. I did not listen to the dead at all. I was all pop, um, rap, R and B growing up, Billy Joel, Michael Bolton, like all kinds of, all different stuff. And so what my thing was, is always diversity, always different types of music. It was never like, Oh, she likes only this or whatever. So then when I got, you know, married to Aaron and we started, you know, the podcast and all that, even more variety came into my life, you know, and the, what musicians give the average person who's not a musician can never be repaid. And it's not like a debt, but it can never be repaid. The hours of dancing and sweating and lovemaking and walking your dog and studying for tests. And like, you guys are our companions like legit. And so the show for me has always been like, how can we give back? 
How can we give back to that? Not like we could ever repay it, not talking that way, but like, how can we do that? And so what we found, we've we're blessed with this beautiful home here in a really great location. So the people that are able to come, that is like the least we can do to help everybody kind of like put their best foot forward and be that, you know, earbud in there and like the, you know, the dancing partner or the crying partner or whatever. (laughs) So when we say that for real, truly, we really mean it because it does something back, like being able to like, you know, if if Billy Joe was like, Hey, you know, uh, can, can I, can you come play with me? You'd be like, hell yeah. Right. (laughs) Like you do whatever. So that's how I think I can speak for all of us. Like we collectively feel like that when we say that it's like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, come out, bring the whole fucking gang. Like you're not going to stay forever, two, three days, whatever, like do it. Like, <laughs> and because that is how we can support you. This is how we can support you by spreading, you know, the information on you guys and just getting people to know who's, who we're rocking to. Yeah. You know? and, and also to add on to that, like, through the podcast and and living here in Portland we've met people here so we can help you get a show at one of the spots and and you, set tell, you, you guys and, kill it out here I just I want to make it happen I I, I I when I saw you guys it was it was a weird thing that happened for me so it I was like I need to meet these guys I want to have them on the show and I I want to help any way we can so yeah yeah. We couldn't be more thankful, man. Thank you. Right on, man. And well, you guys, not even that you deserve it, but this is your time. Yeah. This is like, this is your time. So even this little stall period, you know, the same um, shit, man. Yeah. This is just like, if you you plan (laughs) on being 40, 50 years old, this is just one year of your 40, 50, 60, 70 year old life. You know what I mean? So they've they've already learned how to use it to their advantage. You guys already are already honing your skills, man. That's amazing. Congratulations to you guys, man. I can't wait to see what's what's to come. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, No, that was it. I just can't wait to see what's to come, man. (laughs) I I just think that it's, it's really awesome. Like the most important thing is just meeting those people and like people like you guys and just building those connections. Cause that's how anything happens. You know, the more heads in anything, it's just like, yeah, that's, grows. that's what I was going to say too. Like, you know, like without me being able to meet people like you guys who like, who, like, you know, because once we meet people like you guys, like they become part of our family and they, they want to help us. We want to help them. And like, we just, you know, like that, we wouldn't be anywhere without all the people we've met across so many different states who were like, yeah. want right? to help us out. And they, they like love our music and they want to hang out with us and everything. And we want to hang out with them. Yeah. Yeah. So cool that, really. I got to add on. I'm sorry. I have to just say that we haven't said it the whole time that, um, especially mine and Joe's dad, Jim and Joe oh, and, and, um, Sam's dad too, Mr. Lucid, Jack, these guys have literally invested everything that they have, all their energy, a lot of money and just for wow. us. And they back us 1,000% of the way, and they're there every yeah. step. And we're just really lucky to have them. You guys are that, lucky, man. Yeah, That's man. Well, and, you, and you guys know it. You guys are counting all you already said. You, you know you're blessed that you got a bunch of support and everything. That's what's important. Doing what you do is pay back to everybody. Like, well, that's the payback, like doing well and giving us goosebumps when you're on stage well, and shit. That's, that's where it's at, like. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and Joey too, for you to be so young and your dad to be like so fully vested, that's 
special at 17 my mom wasn't doing no nothing <laughs> like that you know I, I also didn't have a, a passion quite like you but you know what I mean like at a young age to know that you're supported like not just financially but like you said like all this other stuff that is a huge like boost you know it's like here get on my foot I'm gonna boost you up like that is dope yeah and just so you guys know like for what it's worth coming from an older head I, I fucking see you guys, man. Yeah. And it's badass. And I, I appreciate it. it made and it's me, fun. Made me feel good, <laughs> man. And and at a time when feeling good isn't so easy common. And I appreciate that. So keep doing what you're doing, man. I gotta get back to what I said at the very beginning of this. You guys got something really fucking special. Yeah. So just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's gonna it's gonna blow up and make sure that you stay in touch with us, man, because I wanna help move you guys and help make it happen as much as we can thank you yeah very much well then thank you for all being together tonight (laughs) that made our night man because i mean we always love doing interviews but we know we thought we were just going to be all we knew is we were going to be talking to jimmy and then when you we got on the phone with you and aaron was immediately like no we need to we need to fucking see them yeah (laughs) It, 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 it just adds so much more to it so yeah and thanks again guys for giving us your time tonight and well we should ask it is there anything you want tell tell our listener you know like how to find you you know your instagram what you got coming up or anything and if you got anything else to throw in oh sorry we got the halloween show coming up um which is and so you can go to our instagram which is dogs in a pile band on instagram and we, we have a lot of cool stuff there we have a lot of cool new videos and our good friend Ross, who's kind of our manager, social media guy, he he runs that. I try to help it run it too. Our website is Dogs in a Pile Official. Uh, there's some controversy with the website right now. It might be under a different domain. Okay, it's, well, it's if, either Dogs in a Pile Band or Dogs in a Pile yeah, Official. Oh, really? Or if it, yeah, yeah. So under renovation, put our put our name in the Google machine, and and you'll find all <laughs> in you the need. Google world. How yeah, did Dogs in a Pile happen? Like it's what? Yeah, I was oh. looking at dogs in a pile. Official is what I was. Smile, smile, I've been smile. on today. Look, I said I was late to the party, didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate you, man. And um, I'll uh, I'll text you and let you know when this is going to drop. I I'm thinking we had another episode that was going to come out this week, but I think I'm going to put you guys. I'm going to put this out. Yeah, so this that week, we can so that Halloween. you can get your Halloween thing. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, it'll be probably this Friday, but I'll, I'll text you when it drops. Okay. Okay. You guys take care of yourselves, man. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks for your time. Talk to you soon.
That's that is that is a. I want to give them a hug. Oh, maybe it makes you. I don't, tear, it makes you like tear up. I. That's 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 amazing. That's that's. It does make me tear cool. up. It makes me feel like I. One thing that pisses me off is when people say millennials are so dot 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 and whatever negative they have to say about it, and through the show, through birthing millennials, uh, they're fucking dope. They're yeah. not like us. That's the problem. They're not no. like the older generation. They're their own thing. And who in at 17 to 22 decides, oh, let's move together and like start practicing and kill it instead of like, I don't, there could have been well, they, so many other thoughts. You know what been, I'm saying? They've been together for a few years. So like they started at 15 and 20 like, and they're all pursuing educations and it's... It's amazing. They're, Just hearing like... Yeah, five years ago I went to go see and you're Gun seventeen, Company, and you're seventeen now, and it's like, whoa, I'm fucking old. I don't even think the old part. I just think like, wow, he's getting turned on at such a young age. Like that's the norm for him. Go, like from going forward, that, that see, I I know it, it might come across to the listeners like gushy and unprofessional, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, we, well, I'll we tell have you, no, people no, 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 on the no. show that we like. But here's the thing, like. When I first, like, that wasn't lip service, what I said to them. When I heard them, I was like, holy shit, these young cats are fucking getting it. And then, like, listening more after that first experience, like, going and searching it out and listening to it, it really blew me away that there's that depth of soul in guys that haven't been on the planet very long. That just, yeah, goes to show that you don't need to be a certain age to have soul. You don't. Period. Well, I think they're like we're talking about growing up in the age of technology. They have had a more open world presented to them from the get go. A lot of our think about all those like a lot little... of our shit passed on from our parents was like old school value and like shit, like no you do as I say, not yeah. as I do. This Shut is, the yeah, fuck so up. It wasn't very this exploratory. Is, this is the rule book. Yeah. Like. Yeah, there ain't no fucking rule book when your parents are deadheads. Mm mm. Yeah. Wow. That was a great conversation. Thanks for joining us, guys. That was a really, really great conversation and yeah, a super you made fun. our night. Yeah. And to get to see them all. That that was and it's just special to see people. To see uh, to see that inspiration yeah. and what's cooking in that room. Mm-hmm. Like God damn. Well, on that note, we'll be back next week with more stuff and things. And um, shout out to Billy Joel for fucking fuck yeah, Billy stepping up and putting his money where man. his freaking piano, piano is. Yeah. Hell yeah, Billy Joel. Thank you for doing that. And um, you know what, you guys check this out. If you're in the neighborhood, go see dogs in a pile. And then if you're not in the neighborhood and then tag on to that stream and then do me a favor, do the show a favor. Send us a, a, a voicemail at 971-808-1524 and say, I went and saw dogs in a pile and blah, 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 but not blah, 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 but you could just tell us about the show. That'd be even cooler and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> go, go check them out. If you're in their neck of the woods, man, it, it will be worth your time. I promise. I'm, I'm not making shit up right now today. Anyway, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> right. Smile at a stranger <laughs> and, uh, wash your hands. Safety third hydrate. Kiss a kiss a old lady on. The che- oh, you can't do that. No, you can't. No, be kissing you can't. Don't be kissing no. anything. Don't be kissing Keep your kisses to yourself. Yep. Yep. Bye. Right. Blow kisses from six feet. Mm-hmm.
Nope. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Street.